entertainment news, and arbitrary arguments. You're listening to the Vagrant Kings podcast. And welcome to the Vegan King Podcast. My name is Matt, and with me, as always, starting now, <laughs> starting last week, starting last week, is Austin Jones. There you're here. All right, cool. That's great. I'm here. Yeah. All right, cool. We did it. Uh, that was a great, awkward intro, and this is a great week for us because Star Wars just came out this weekend. So we're definitely going to give you our review and thoughts on at the end, but we won't spoil anything this episode. This is not the spoiler episode. This is a normal... Spoiler-free. Spoiler-free for those people who want to still go see it, which every True Star Wars fan has already seen it. So, <laughs> Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, psh, shame on you. But uh, no, it was, it was awesome. And so we'll talk about that later. Uh, but we actually had a huge week of a lot of things like video game news was insane because we had the video game awards happen this last weekend and we had lots of movie trailers come out that were really cool. So let's get this normal episode going. Uh, let's start off with video games. This, uh, so did you see death stranding trailer? No, I didn't tell me about it. You want me to tell you about the death stranding trailer? Because that's impossible. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say that's... <laughs> Have you seen any memes involving the death stranding trailer? No, I haven't. Like, okay. Where are you looking for these things? Uh, well, the Death Stranding trailer came out. You remember Death Stranding whatsoever? Like it was the weird yeah, the weirdest one. baby umbilical cord. So it's back. The weirdest baby thing ever is back. There's a part where there he's the main character is uh, running from something, and this guy is trying to lift this crate off this other person. There's another person there this time. He's like, "Help me with this!" And then all of a sudden, he has this thing come out of his back that's like this radar detector. It looks like a claw hand. And it starts spinning really fast. And he's like, oh, no, they're coming. And you see this black goo footprints come. And it's really strange. And this guy has a baby connected to him. And he's like, take the baby. And so the main character grabs the baby. The monster comes, like, attacks the other guy, consumes him in darkness. And then all of a sudden, this light shows up and starts drawing people into the sky. And you're like, what is happening? I have no idea what's happening. (laughs) The main character has the baby. All of a sudden, he doesn't have the baby. The camera zooms in the guy's mouth. The baby's inside the dude's stomach, and the baby does a thumbs up. And then zooms out of the dude's stomach, and you're like, what is this what this trailer? Heck? So you have to watch the trailer. Like, you have to watch it, because I have no idea what's happening in this video game. And I was hoping to have a discussion of, like, what is this? So this is Hiro Kojima's newest game that's coming out, and it's, it's insane looking. I have no idea what's going to happen, but... I do know one thing for sure. I'm buying this game because it's so weird. Just because you want to know what the heck's going on. Yeah. So we still haven't seen any gameplay. I doubt this game's going to come out until 2019. So I don't know this. It's an insane video game. It's, it's crazy. Also at the video game awards, they showed, uh, I don't know if we talked about this, but street fighter 30th anniversary edition. Yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. I posted this on our Facebook this is coming out for the Switch. It has like 12 Street Fighter games, including the one that was Switch only. So pretty much if you spent $40 on that game, you're you just lost because this is $40 for like 12 games. That sucks. So yeah, let's let's play some more Street Fighter. Mega Man is coming to Monster Hunter, which was very cheesy. 
to Monster Hunter? Yeah. Mega Man's going to be Monster Hunter. Yeah, there's like cats that follow you around in Monster Hunter and give you hints. Well, you can change the cat to look like Mega Man and he's all 8-bit like, hey. And so they show the Monster Hunter World with like guys swinging swords fighting monsters. Then Mega Man's just like, ah! And you're like, what? what is this? Japan the- is a strange land <laughs> i don't know what all right it's cool yeah it's, i don't know what to do over there mega man is now in monster hunter speaking of uh japan we also have pokemon uh pokemon crystal version is coming to the eShop. yeah cool we saw that coming i mean we had gold and silver already sweet but we also have some pokemon go news uh Ho- the hoenn region of pokemon has been uh released on pokemon go at least 50 pokemon and with that, there's also Groudon. Groudon came out, the giant legendary Pokemon. So if you're still playing Pokemon Go, you can go catch those guys. I know I turned on Pokemon Go for my two days and caught a few home Pokemon. I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. It's just like, uh, no. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad they keep updating it. And it's a game I always open once in a while. Like if I go, I went to Tucson um, this last weekend and uh, I opened it up and played or played some Pokemon Go because, like, oh, look at all these cool Pokemon here in Tucson. There's a couple few different ones. And so I like doing that when I travel just to see what's new around, but it's nothing like I'm not that into it as much as maybe some other people. So Did you go to the Biosphere? I didn't have a chance to go to the Biosphere. There's some good there's some good Pokemon. I did there. go to a botanical garden, if that's that's nothing like a Biosphere, but it was cool. Yeah. So we just saw a lot of Christmas lights really and ate a lot of food. So now I'm type two diabetic and it's great. Um, <laughs> I was Washington DC. You went on vacation too. Oh, DC was great. It yeah. was so inspiring. So inspiring. Yeah, yeah. As inspiring as the Last Jedi. Uh equally inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I can't I compare. Mean, that's like a, that's apples and oranges. Can't <laughs> if I mean, if they replaced Lincoln Memorial with like the Yoda Memorial, it'd been like pretty good, right? I'm just that kidding. is sacrilegious. <laughs> Um, this is news that maybe you know about Destiny 2. Um, oh gosh, the DLC came out. Have you heard anything about it? It's, there's tons of backlash about Destiny right now. Um, yeah, all of the hardcore fans are super upset with Bungie. Bungie's trying to flail around and correct the ship, but it's not working. Like you shouldn't have to correct the ship for a game that you made three years ago. That's just silly. And yeah. Destiny 2 has tons of problems, and I'm not going back. I'm done with giving Bungie my money because they just... For Destiny. For, for Destiny. Destiny, yeah. It's just... Um, what's interesting to me is I saw a guy on Twitter. He's like, this this expansion was awful. I'm really disappointed that you did this. Hope you guys do better next time. It's like... How many next times did you like, give him? I was like, hey, dude. Like, I, I messaged him. I was like, dude, um, you saying next time means that Bungie just won. Like, you're accepting of this. Like, yeah. you should probably cancel your DLC. Yeah. Exactly. Feel this way. Exactly. Like, stop, stop giving these companies money that don't deserve it. Stop giving EA money. Stop giving Activision Blizzard money. Stop get well. Activision Blizzard, they're fine. Well, no. Sometimes give, give if Call of Duty actually zombies World is taken off really good. World War Two is pretty good. But uh, stop giving Bungie money because I don't understand their decision making that they made. They took out so many things that Destiny One had put in place that were. Great. Pretty good. Strange coins. Heroic strikes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Strange coins. And, uh, but like heroic strikes and, and, uh, randomly, r- random drop to weapons, weapons that are actually like unique. 
Yeah. You well, don't have any of that. Well, what's happened now is like you already have like your best gear and you the first thing you do in a DLC is now just like, oh, I'll just put it I'll just diffuse it and put it with my new gear. That's all you do now. And like sure that's that's whatever, but it's everybody just has the same stuff now. Yeah, it's everyone like the has the same thing. stuff. Everyone looks the same. It's just it's too easy to get things now. There's nothing the special. Like getting the raid gun from the first whatever, the exotic drop was like awesome, but that's not even like a thing anymore. Uh, like it doesn't even matter. So Destiny 2's fallen off and Bungie's Bungie killed it. Bungie killed themselves. It's like the live team that developed like Taken King and that stuff wasn't talking to the team that was making Destiny 2 at the time. It's just silly. It's just stupid. It does look better. It looks great. But it looks just... amazing. It's all this is all all management decisions that we're talking about right now. It's like the 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 the, the coders, the developers, the artists, all the sound designers, all those guys. Destiny 2 is top notch, one of the best looking, best sounding best playing games out there it's just the story and like the the replayability and like the small things the rpg elements are rpg elements are just not good especially with the way they kind of present it as being like an mmo-ish type game yeah it's just not it's just it makes me angry because i'm angry because i know the potential of this game and what it could be and what it should be and it should and that makes you excited for anthem no, just no <laughs> not with EA at the home. Uh, we'll see. We'll see, what see how microtransactions play into that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but with every bad DLC, there's always something that comes out with good DLC. Wolfenstein 2 DLC, I thought this was really funny, and yeah. I kind of want to mention this. You play as a quarterback forced by the Nazis to play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so now you can tackle Nazis. So that sounds so funny. Like that's why the quarterback is bad. You're playing we play soccer. He's all bad. <laughs> like Wolfenstein 2 has it right. That sounds great. Um thank you so much for that. PUBG, uh Player Unknown's Battleground just came out on Xbox One. Uh reports are it's really glitchy and really like bad. Really <laughs> on normal. Xbox One. So normal. Um, so it's gotten its real release on, uh, the computer on December 20th and it won't be really released on the Xbox till like next year, but the pre like whatever preview program for it, people have been complaining about how glitchy it is. So they're working on it, but we can now finally play PUBG on the Xbox. And Microsoft's actually going to be bundling it with Xbox one X. Oh, cool. Very nice. I think they already started doing that. So it's a bundle. I don't know if it's like every time you buy an Xbox one X, it's bundled with it. Okay, cool. Uh, depending, I heard it doesn't play as well as it should on the Xbox One X, and then people who have the original Xbox are like, this is bad. So, I don't know. Um, Overwatch showed off their new skins, and their new Winter Wonderland is out. They mm-hmm. have uh, run from the Yeti mode, uh, which is Winston. Um, everything looks great. Did you see Junkrat's skin? <laughs> yeah, th- some of those skins are awesome. <laughs> it's summertime in Australia, and Junkrat's wearing a short Be- sleeves beach and beach type thing. And his tires are rubber ducky. It's great. So, Overwatch is still... Awesome. The most played game ever. Um, last but not least for video game news, uh, I think this kind of fits in with all news really, is uh, the FCC uh, repealed net neutrality. Yes. Um, oh, I have one more thing with Overwatch before we get into the net neutrality. All right, fine. This Sorry. is serious. We're going to talk about something fun. So yes. Get serious. This is this is a really cool change to Overwatch's competitive um, season and environment. Yes. Uh, from Diamond and above... They're getting rid of individual skill SR changes, like uh, your your skill ranking changes. Uh-huh. So it does not matter how well you do individually. It matters if you win. Okay. Which is awesome. It's That's so cool. Like, I'm 
because you're often required to do things that like, okay, this isn't going to get me a good stats or anything like that. This, I, I want to do this to help my team win. I'm going to like go in there and die over and over because I'm prolonging the overtime until my team can get in there. Yeah. And, but that's going to look terrible on my stats. So I don't want to do that because it'll lower my skill ranking. And so, so, uh, Jeff Kaplan and Overwatch team came out and said, like, yeah, so Diamond and above, we're getting rid of individual rankings. It matters how you do as a team. Only, awesome. Only. That's awesome. That's so cool. So, so cool. So now we got to get to Diamond to be able to play with yeah, good, so, people. <laughs> good people. Yeah, good people. That's awesome, yeah. But uh, I thought that was a, a unique and a big change, and I wonder if it's going to spread across into other competitive games. Well, Overwatch is like really that. taking the lead with, lead with eSports with all their uh, OWL or, like, Overwatch League stuff going on. So I'm excited to see how how they continue to revolutionize the gaming mm-hmm. industry. Overwatch is going to last a very long time. Very long time. So hopefully they keep making characters and doing all this stuff because they're doing they're doing really good. Yep. And they're doing like 12 days of Overwatch for holidays by retweeting their tweets and trying to get stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so those changes take place on January right. 2nd. But anyway, back to... The serious thing. The FCC repealed uh, net neutrality, which means that a lot of things are going to happen. Of course, it's going to. I think they're going to push it to go to the courts now. So they're going to hold off as much as they can. We can we still have a chance to prevent that. But uh, maybe we can explain why net neutrality was such a big deal. Um, we talked about it in the past, but uh, it's kind of similar to a cable company now. They want to they say like pay thirty dollars and you get Nickelodeon or Disney, and then pay a hundred dollars and you get HBO and Fox News and all this stuff. They can do that now with internet since they blocked this uh, or repealed this. Is they can now be like if you want to use YouTube. 15 bucks a month. If you want to do this, this. And so your network provider is going to be able to charge you there and also have big corporations get money from them to be able to make them like a certain tier or even be able to say nerf this person and make our website better. Yep. And so it's pretty much the cable companies are getting double dipping. In, in, internet in service providers. Internet, internet service, service providers, providers like Cox. can, in one sentence, discriminate internet traffic. Yeah. They can say what's what they want to pass through, what they don't want to pass through, what they want to slow down, what they don't want to slow down. And we're doomed. Doomed. Well, unless we can figure this out. Yeah. But but uh, we don't get like the political on here, but uh, we think this is a very important deal, as as we've said before. So uh, please get out there, talk to your senator. Some senators are, are saying like, halt, don't do this. And But get out there, talk to your, your representatives, your senators, everyone tell them, let them know that, like, hey, you are their constituency and mm. w- you want this changed or else you're going to get them out of there. That kind of thing. I've already reached out to Jeff Flake and McCain and they emailed me back and said, we think this is a good idea because there's too much regulation in government. And it's just like, whoa, <laughs> <Yeah>. what, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I think uh, I personally, I think the postmaster uh, position should be reinstated and postmaster should just be over um, digital communication. Yeah. Because I don't know. Because we got rid of the postmaster because there's no, I mean, oh, there is a, I don't know if there's a postmaster actually. Well, it's just kind of ridiculous how the FCC is able to vote for this and it's not like going through the Senate or something because it's such a, like a big deal. Like, like, uh, not to say who I voted for anything, but Bernie Sanders, he was like someone like the internet should be free for all citizens. It is a basic like human right and basic human need. And that is true. Well, now, it's, it's in this technological hurt. age, it's true. Like, yeah. This is a need for everyone because this is how we communicate. This is how we start our businesses. This is how our podcast can run. Mm-hmm. Is by able to put our stuff online, get ourselves out there, and have you guys come visit us and join us like every week by week. So. Uh, my wife sent me a, an article, and it, this is also going to really hurt libraries and 
like yeah. public cafes because they provide internet access to many people that have no other way to get that. Like this is internet access that's going to provide them access to get to to look for jobs, to get jobs, to put the resumes out there. They don't have that. Like, yeah. What's they, they so, just? It, it's interesting because we just saw the whole world switch to the internet because it was like now I can order from Walmart online. Now I can do this online. Now I can uh, do this online. And I all job applications. Where are they done? Online. If we can't have access to certain things now, it's gonna be difficult for us to even apply for jobs. And. Uh, then we have to go back to being old school and like go out and socialize, and that sounds awful. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But no, it's just it's gonna set back of where we're going. And, it's a um, huge setback. So, um, especially a job like yours, yours is all IT. Yeah, so. I do IT, and so it's just gonna be like, well, uh, I'm gonna have to talk to my family. Yeah, it sucks. Well, but I think the biggest fear is like the control this company has now. So let's say, for example, I watch Netflix or YouTube. Like Cox can be like we're starting our own streaming service and we don't need to provide like barely internet for Netflix of what you're using. Yeah. It'd be better for you to watch well, Cox, Cox, Cox flicks. Cox, that's really bad. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> but you can watch this now and uh, yeah, you get a streaming service. Cox is our uh, cable provider. So <laughs> With well, they, they do have their streaming services. They do have their, their, uh, their, their set TV boxes. And so, it's just going to be like, well, what's Comcast going to do now? What's what are these? It's just the lobbying and all of this is just. You can see all how much um, all of your senators and representatives have received online from these internet service providers from Verizon. You can see how much they received from these companies, and it's in the thousands. Some of them, one guy received twelve bucks, and he yeah. still voted for it. So he got bought off for twelve bucks. So I'm pretty sure Matt and I can pitch in and buy him back yeah. for thirteen. <laughs> we'll top it. I'll take one, Bob. Anyway, but um, it's so I, please please get involved in this. It's very important. It's very it's gonna matter a lot to you to to you uh, to your your future entirely. I mean, before the net neutrality, one of the biggest arguments was of a jit pie who was the head of the he's the FCC chair was that like it was nothing was wrong before we fixed a problem that was non-existent, and that's not true. There were the ISPs had been throttling things before they were caught and they were called out for it and they're backtracked on it. But without this now, it's like taking down a fence and saying that bull, it stays really far away from us. It's horns won't hit me. Well, it can now. And many of the ISPs that had previously promised, like we will not throttle stuff or anything like that. We don't do any of that. We're clean. As soon as the SEC voted to repeal that, that's those promises were torn from their websites and they're no longer there. Like, they, these ISPs are meant, they're, they're there to make money, they're there for business, they're there for to put money in their sh- shareholders' pockets. Yeah. So please get out there, get involved, and and do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's enough to do with that, but it also leads to more news because it's kind of opens an interesting theory, but also good news and bad news at the same time. So this happened, we're going to move into movie news now, but also Disney bought Fox. For $52 billion. For $52 billion. The reason I feel like this kind of goes hand in hand is now Disney's a huge competitor against Netflix. It could totally be like, hey, we're going to pay you tons of money. And Netflix is like non-existent because he just took all their properties. And then there's well, there's a whole whatever. bunch of cool stuff with this with this. Buy. But it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be bad to you. Yeah. I mean, I've said this before. It's great as long as Bob Iger's in charge because I think he's a great. He's going to play fair. Yeah. I think he's I think he does really well. But I don't know who's like is Kathleen Kennedy going to take over? Sure. Yeah. Whatever. She's yeah. great. Um, But. Disney now owns around 40% of all 
TV of all TV and of and forty percent of all like movies. Yeah, they own so much. They own sixty percent stake now in Hulu. Hulu, so they're in charge of that now. It's just they they own everything. Yeah, and I'm so happy and sad, sad at the same time. I, I feel like Kylo Ren. I'm torn apart. <laughs> like The Simpsons called it like yeah. uh, it's 20th Century Fox owned by Disney. And they, they did this a long time ago. A division of Walt, Com- Walt and, Disney Company. And then like there's like so much stuff on the internet where it's like Disney owns everything. It's like yeah, like they really do now. But just to think of uh, the possibilities, we can now see the Hulk mm. fight Wolverine. That's, Wolverine. That sounds great to me. So you were also worried about the, uh, their um, more mature rated things. Yeah. And Bob Iger came out and said, yeah, we're going to leave that be. Like it's it's done well. Deadpool's done well. Uh, Logan did well. We're going to leave it be. Like it's if it, if it works for the situation, yeah, it's fine. So everyone don't worry about that. Everyone's like, oh, no, everything's going to get PGized. No, that's not true. Well, I, well, the thing is like people are worried about that, but also we know that Disney kind of disconnects from Marvel and Star Wars. Like you don't see Disney really in that. Yeah. So it's, it's talked about, yeah. Yeah. And so we see that disconnect. And so it's not really going to affect them because to be honest, I was telling a lot of people about this during my work week and it surprised me how many people didn't even realize star or Lucasfilm was owned by Disney or Marvel was owned by Disney. So a lot of the consumers don't even know it's owned by Disney unless you listen, like you said, the video podcast. So you're welcome. We're glad we can inform you, but also uh, <laughs> educate the masses. Yeah. That's what we do. But yeah, it's really cool. Uh, Disney has a huge thing now. They're uh, I was talking to someone how this is a huge move for them, mainly because TV has been dying off like Netflix has risen. And so Disney announced their streaming service. And so this is a tactic to be able to pull a lot of stuff away from Netflix for them to have a stronger streaming service to be able to get up on top and be able to make more money. We still don't know. Maybe they'll rebrand Hulu or maybe they'll um, start their own streaming service. We, they we said they're going to start their own. Yeah, they, they, That's what they said before this. Purchase. Purchase. Yeah. So we don't know what direction they're still going to go, but we'll find out in the coming weeks, I think. And we'll months. tell you. But it's just an interesting thing. All the properties they own now, it's they own Avatar, they own The Simpsons, they own Futurama, they own they Family own Guy. That's so funny, it's yeah. so it's so funny. Like all the stuff, like so we could see The Simpsons come to Hulu or something like that. Yeah, just, we could see just, the Hulk and Homer hanging out. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 <laughs> I could use the Hulk for everything involved in Marvel. <laughs> We can see the Hulk and Lost. All of a sudden, he just appears. He <laughs> is the smoke monster. <laughs> <laughs> the smoke monster is Mickey Mouse. We <laughs> 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 so just change it for that one this thing. Is a, this is, I think this is a fun buy. But like I said, Bob Iger is done. His contract runs out. In, what, what did I say? 21? 2021. 2021. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, when he's done, who comes up? Because one of the there's some bad blood with one of the Marvel CEOs. Marvel TV hmm. show CEO. Do you remember hearing about this? No. Uh, Kevin Feige and the Marvel TV uh, head guy was they were button heads, and I, it's I'm I'm saying it wrong, but what I'm what I'm getting the point I'm getting at is that there's been like infighting before. Surprise, surprise, in a corporation, <laughs> and so I don't know. We'll see what Bob Iger does, but um, hopefully he'll designate an heir apparent. Yeah, so that, that was that was the biggest movie news this week, in my opinion. Just yeah, one huge, of them, monumental. but we did get tons of trailers. Yes. We get tons of trailers, and a lot of them were shown in front of The Last Jedi. But uh, this one is one we're excited for. Ready Player One trailer dropped. Um, it showed a little bit more of the world. A lot of it's CG. Like, so which, much. Which makes sense, because of the virtual reality world. Yeah. Um, something I liked, though, is they showed some familiar faces inside the trailer running... Tracer from Overwatch is in it, which blew my mind because she's not in the book. Chun Li from Street Fighter was in there, and also there was like a Master Chief far in the background, and a couple other. Oh, Laura Croft was there. You're like, yeah. 
how many I how many people did they have to pay to get these rights in this like thing? <laughs> I'm sure Blizzard was stoked to have Tracer in there because she's like in the front. But I mean, that's pretty cool. That's way cool to yeah. see that. So I'm super pumped. We saw like Back to the Future, the Iron Giant, uh, other stuff. I, it makes me have hope that they actually maybe got the Holy Grail in there because there was a huge part in the book that involved that. Yeah, that's right. There's I don't know. I'm so excited for this movie. It's gonna be fun. They're taking it in a really big different direction though. They're making the main character kind of be like the leader in a rebellion, which yeah. I think is kind of weird, but it makes sense because I don't know. That is true. It did have that know. rebellion feel, you know but I mean? I mean, they ended up, if you read the book, they got to save the Oasis. Of, he never is like that. He just wants to win. <laughs> that's true. He wants to get there first. That's true. You're you know, right. So yeah. they're, they're taking a lot of liberties with the story. Steven Spielberg is, but if anyone's going to take liberties with the story, like, yeah, go ahead. Steven Spielberg. I'm down with that. So hopefully it's good. So that's exciting. Um, this is really good. I actually never read this book, but it looks like an amazing movie, A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, yeah. This movie looks crazy. Yeah. The book is weird. Yeah. The, the old movie is weird. Like, it's a, it's a very, like, I don't know. The book goes into your feelings a lot and very abstract ideas and abstract thoughts, stuff that's hard to get in a movie visually. But this one looks really neat. It's got Oprah Winfrey. It's got Chris Pine. It's got all these. It's got a Mindy... Mindy from The Office, the oh, yeah. the Indian actress, and uh, it's it's got a lot of cool people in there, and it, I don't know, it looks it looks interesting. I, I I'm still not sure if I'm gonna like it or not. You know, I, are like, you kind of in that boat too? I, I it's it's very nice to look at, <laughs> like 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 seeing it visually, like this is a really nice looking movie, oh, and so I, I'm very what I said. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's, so I'm I'm excited to see that. Like that's. I want to see it just because it looks nice and also kind of like a really crazy com. Like, is it time travel? Like, what's going on? Like, it's a lot of physics. Have you ever cool stuff? You, oh yeah, you, I you, said you, I've never read it. I don't know anything about this. So this is coming from someone that knows nothing. It looks very like it's a very thought provocative, a very like interesting like thing. And I know like my girlfriend um, is very excited to see this movie. So yeah. she obviously loved the book or maybe liked. The yeah, movie. it's a very like dark against the light type of movie yeah very good against bad yeah. you know, chris pine looks like he's going crazy in like a room or something it looks good it looks good i'm really excited to see that and so i that's a movie i'm i have on my radar there was actually a lot of stuff before force away uh before the last jedi that i was like i kind of want to see this like every single trailer made me want to see that there is that one that's by wallace and gromit was it called before man early man early man that, was, that one looks funny it, it looks great like it's Wallace. an aardvark movie, yeah. uh, aardvark film, and so it's those are always great. It's gonna be fun. It looks really funny. So that was that. There's not much to talk about. That Jurassic World dropped their trailer there. Rampage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I laughed so hard because this is based off a video game. This is another video game movie. Um, this will be the first to turn it around. <laughs> he, he's like George. George is this gorilla, and he's like George was like six foot. 300 pounds now he's nine foot 500 pounds what's happening to george and the rock is all concerned with george and when he yells his name george i was like george george, george in the jungle and uh they're like you didn't think that this monkey was the only one did you see the wolf and then there's a like, giant wolf and so these animals are growing huge and then they show the crocodile at the end and you're like this is ridiculous weren't there four what's the fourth one I, I, there were forget. Four. I forget. I don't know. If there I was really four. thought there were four. I thought there was, I know there, the ones I remember is the gorilla, the wolf and the crocodile, but it's kind of crazy that they're making this movie and they're putting this story of like, this guy is trying to like help his friend while also the monkey is like destroying buildings. And oh stuff. no, there's only three. Yeah. So we're going to see these guys going on a rampage in theaters. I'm curious if it will be good. It doesn't look that great. So. <laughs> 
um, so this this is a really cool thing, a really different thing. Um, Clint Eastwood's next movie is about a terrorist train attack. Okay. Do you remember hearing about this? And no. This happened in Paris, and so it was an attempted terrorist attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it was about these three Americans, these three American soldiers, four American soldiers, something like that. These three American soldiers and someone else uh, that actually foiled this this plan. Oh, cool! And they were on they were on the train, and they were you know, they weren't on duty or anything, and and they stopped this this potential ISIS attack. But uh, and so Clint Eastwood's making a movie about this event. And the trailer dropped for that it looks pretty good. But what's neat is that the actors that he cast for those American soldiers are those American soldiers. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. He's So the guys that you're going to see in this film actually perform what they're doing in this film. That must be very interesting. Yeah. That's like giving like them the credit yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's really neat, but I was like, also has a director. They also must be very good looking soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. But uh, what's, what's neat is that like, uh, like as a director, what do you, what do you do? Like, do you say, I want you to act more intense. I want you to cry at this part. Like, but I wasn't crying at this part <laughs> or I wasn't, you know, I, I did it like this. Like, so it's just going to be very interesting. Like that's these guys, cool. they, they aren't actors. So yeah, they're trained to be actors sort of. And, but this is something that they've, did for real life like so it's, it's really neat it's a really neat situation how, like how interesting is this going to be like is it going to be all right bravo go team go over here how like stern or like and what you're going to really see their personality i'm going to be very curious to see how this goes mm-hmm. so this will be interesting what is that really, one called? it's called the the 1517 to paris and when is this come out uh this comes out in um marchish february 9th so nice yeah. i will definitely see that one that it's, sounds it's good. super neat yeah so you'd think it'd be like chris hemsworth or you know someone or Liam Hemsworth, you know, like manly yeah. men, but he's actually got the guys that did the whole thing. Real manly men. Really, really, real yeah. manly men. Yeah. yeah. So it's really neat. Keep that on your radar. The 1517 to Paris. That definitely 9th. probably would be up for an award or something. Probably. I, I, it's going to be cool if these guys like get, I don't know, award. any, any recognition at all for their, that, that's very cool. That's a very cool stance. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Um, there's nothing else really much to say besides like Avengers infinity trailer. And that's about it. So there so. you go. It's awesome. It's great. I get the chills every time when the music starts playing. I didn't think I would get attached to the dun, music. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. yeah that. Nur, nur. I never thought that was like their theme song, but it's now it's good. like their theme song. It is. <laughs> so <laughs> it gets it gets me now. So I liked it. Um, but yeah, movies was awesome, but it's not the best movie news this week. The Last Jedi finally came out. What? No way. Really? And what was I doing? We were talking about this for an hour recording it, and then my computer decided to update, and so we lost a lot of things about it. So we're sorry about that, but yeah. we'll have a spoiler, some sort of spoiler episode for you that will talk more in detail about questions or things about that. But this is not that episode. This is just our review. So, what did you think, Austin? So this movie, like we've said before, is very polarizing to audiences. Critics all love it, mm-hmm. and but uh, audiences are conflicted. I am not conflicted. I love this movie. I, this movie is so good. Its theme is on point and focused and reiterated over and over. And I, I love that. And I love the, the growth of all the characters and the visuals. And I love everything about this movie. Yeah. I also second that. This is definitely a solid movie. I am. It's again. I still think episode four is my favorite Star Wars movie. I don't think it took the mantle of my favorite Star Wars movie, but this movie, the visuals and things that introduced involving, uh, force use and like some of the stuff in there it was one of the best things i've ever seen like made me really think and like blow my mind like there wasn't a moment where i felt like 
I didn't learn something new. From oh, the this Star Wars again? Uniform. Yeah, it felt very new. And there was a huge complaint in episode seven was like, they're just destroying the Death Star again. Yeah. And it's like, arguably, they're doing the same thing in five and six, but you know. <laughs> yeah. But in this one, it felt very like there's a threat and it's not the Death Star. So that's as far as I'm going to tell you on that. But it was very new and very exciting and the characters developed even more and I really liked it. I'm giving this a solid... Oh, do I want to give it a 10? I want to give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10 for me. I'm giving it a 10. A 10 out of 10? It, there's, it deserves a 10 and, and, this, and it's because this is a very grounded human film that exposes the faults and the flaws of all of their characters and... It breaks them down and then builds them back up, but not all the way, because mm-hmm. this is the middle film of the trilogy after all. And that's that's what that's what most people are forgetting. Like they're like, we didn't we didn't learn. I, I wanted to know this. I wanted to know that. But this is a middle film. Like we, it's we, a solid middle film. So you could watch this without seeing Seven and be like, this movie's great. And that's what's great about it. That's what I really like. It addressed a lot of the concerns that most people had about Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just. It's new. It's it's fun. It's Star Wars. It's go, great. Go see yeah, it. Yeah, go see this movie. It's so I good. I recommend it. Multiple times. Go see it multiple times. So the Vagrant King official review, since I said 90s at 10, 9.5. 9.5. There you go. That's the official. I don't know what the point five is missing is. What is your point five missing? Uh, it's not the best movie I've ever seen. I don't know. <laughs> 10, 10 doesn't mean it's the best movie. 10 means there's nothing that it could be improved in this movie. Uh, what what are you saying? What could be improved? That, what is your point five that could be? Is well, it, is it is spoilery? So, that could be something that we could that would be a spoiler. Would be that. All right then. Maybe because there's may- some story stuff that could be improved or it could be better. All right. Well, we'll talk about that in our yeah, next in thing. our in our thing. So, anyways, yes, uh, Star Wars is is great. Go see it. I recommend it for everyone to go see. And that pretty much does it for this week's episode. Is there anything else you want to add? No, that's it. I want to get to our spoiler podcast. All right. We'll, Re- we'll retry it. We will post that one later. Uh, if you guys want to talk to us about Star Wars to tell us what your review is, you can always contact us at vagrantkings.gmail.com and, of course, our Facebook page and stuff and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. anyways, you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Toodles. If you liked this podcast, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and definitely leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Vagrant Kings. And if you've got some extra cash, you can make a donation to the Vagrant Kings at patreon.com slash vagrantkings.